Growing up, we learn that magic is not real, and we live our lives finding no proof to the contrary. It is not our fault that we're so wrong, for only those who can use it can truly see it. Since time immemorial, the secrets of Arcana have been protected by ninja, passed down from generation to generation in martial forms that must be mastered with body and mind. With these techniques, the ninja protects the world from evil and fathomable, horrifying monsters and other ninja gone mad with power. All of which we, the non-magical, the unsparked, will never know about. Welcome to the Arcane Ninja World. Rosalind Canada Cedra as Karma Ninja. If I ripped the face off this shadow puppet, would it end my probation? Jonas McLean as Tony Pugs. I had an uncle who was on probation once, but uh, I don't think this is the same thing. Colin Bruce Anthes as Absentia Moonshine. My Zen training prepares me for thousands of years of probation. Arcane Ninja RPG is produced by 48vmedia.com and presented by Pod Cavern. As we tell our story, whenever a character interacts with the world around them, players roll 10-sided dice to succeed or fail. The number of dice rolled depends on the specific character aptitudes established during character creation. The difficulty of these interactions ranges from 1 to 5. Players must match or beat it, otherwise the character fails. Keep alert for more rule pop-ups as we go along. Episode 8 I wash my chest every four months. In our last episode, the thought of leaving the creature behind crossed their minds. But how could they? The little furry started to sing in a purr that was impossible to resist. Sings like a motorcycle, said Tony, as he swung the baby creature over his shoulders so that it sat holding onto his hair. Pag Luisa was the inspired name that Tony and Carmen came up with, and it was decided that they would bring it to Chico Norris. The party did not go unnoticed as they emerged into the museum. It was not every day that the citizens of Claybelt Village had the opportunity to lay eyes on Goro. Once back at the main room of the command center, they were received by a buzz of activity very different from the last time they were here only a few hours ago. They were led through a narrow spiral staircase that seems as if it grew out of the tree to the commander's office above. From here, the view was clear in all directions to the horizon. The young trainees fumbled when reporting, which turned out to be the last part of their exam. Sensei Nicola Sabato took Pug Luisa with experienced ease, but could not get the little creature settled. Its crying grew increasingly intense until its tears began to transform into black smoke tendrils that made the crying unbearable. Everyone in the room felt a sharp pain in their ears. Sensei Nicolas started to bleed. The baby became perfectly content immediately after being returned into Tony's arms. Then came their test marks. Each member 
of the grading panel addressed them and there was a general feeling of disappointment. By the end, they did not manage to get high enough marks to be accepted into the prestigious Field Ninja Corps under normal circumstances, yet these were far from normal, and after considering the attenuating circumstances of a successful encounter against the White Bear Clan Ninja, the absolute lack of knowledge about Pug Luisa, and its adamant refusal to leave Tony's arms, Chico Norris accepted them under probational terms. They were asked to report at dawn the next day to receive further instructions, and then they were led by Sasha Obami to their new rooms in the field ninja dormitories. The dormitories are like large tree houses that have been grown in place. Foliage and branches of every size intertwine to create these buildings on thick branches of the gargantum oak tree. Inside, thin walls, also foliage and branches, divide the space into small but comfortable rooms furnished with single beds, small writing desks, a compact wardrobe, a chest and a bookshelf. A central room area is furnished with surprisingly comfortable sitting, reclining and lounging spots, also seemingly grown by the tree. Crystal balls hung from the ceiling in each room and the central area. The chi lamps that the ninja had become so familiar with during their time at the academy. It had been challenging to operate them at first. The ninja need to learn to direct their chi for them to light up. It was the first exercise in chi manipulation that they were trained in. After showing them their new rooms, Sasha returned to the command center, leaving the new appointed Genin of the Claybill Ninja Field Corps to themselves, with directions to go speak with Victor at the Drunken Master for food for both themselves and for Pug Luisa. It is the evening of what feels like the longest day ever. The sun is still up and will be for a couple of hours still. And this is where we are now. Look, my only thing I'm saying is just we're in the dormitory. We don't have to go telling people we're on probation. We just walk around like we passed. People will assume we passed. Right? I, I did tell a number of people who asked how the test went, given that why? I... Why? Why? Why would you do that? Well, I saw no reason to you lie. You never say a single sensible thing to us, but to randoms, you're just going to blurt out everything? Well, I had no reason to conceal the truth. You're a shadow artist. Yes, but... Hey, yeah. Conceal well, don't feel, right? That, yes, but at the present moment, we've been traveling as a group, and I understood that my job was to make the group look more intimidating with size and numbers. Oh, my gosh. How we have gotten this far with no one's face getting ripped off is utterly beyond me. No, no, they've got a point. Uh, looking big and intimidating is sort of a uh, point of a gang, but... Uh, That's right, otherwise you're just a duet. What are about? We're not a gang. What kind of a gang? We We're... got stuck with each other for one test. That's We're... how gangs are formed. Three ninjas I... and a baby. Yeah, exactly. I love that movie. My first gang formed when I was uh, nine because we all got detention together. You, you know, know circumstance brings, you know, found family. It's interesting. That was exactly how our gang split apart. What? Well, we were in solitude, of course. Solitary confinement. That's how we trained. Brutal. 
What? Look, you Abby. Gang? What is happening? Abby, look. Gang, family, whatever you want to call it. Your point. The point is we spent a lot of time in solitude and trained very well. No, the point is that looking large and intimidating in social circles is different than when you're out in the field, right? Well, nobody told me that we had changed our... Okay, I understand. Yes. I so need to within leave this insane conversation, I'm going to practice my newfound discipline on my alchemy textbook. By all means. Should I go and... Just uh, shush. You know, she's been studying a lot more recently. She has been studying a lot more. Should we be impressed? Should we be encouraging this? Or is this some sort of... should be quiet. Okay, just next time you're thinking about making the group look impressive, remember that failing stuff is only cool if you can prove you could have passed if you cared, right? So, like, we gotta, you know, downplay the fact that we didn't do so good. Um, okay, I think we should leave Common because she's doing that deep breathing thing she does before she hits me. Listen, I am restraining my violent impulses. This is a new thing. I do not commit to continuing it beyond the next five minutes, but... I will keep that timer in the back of my mind. I think you're doing great. We should go see Victor, though, because Pug Louisa's getting hungry. I was just going to ask about Pug Louisa. Oh, Muffin. Do we know what this little odd, scrunchy, adorable pot of flesh eats? We do not. Uh, Muffins is a good idea, but Victor, he can make anything taste good, so we we should definitely see Victor. In fact, I'm going to go see him right now. And Pug walks off the edge of the tree. I'll see you at the bottle! Ugh. All right. Am I the only one who's just gonna walk down the side of the tree? Yes! Did Abby jump off as well? Absolutely. So we're falling next to each other? Uh, a- Abby, you're uh, a little ahead of me. Yeah, I was. I, well, I'm about to not be. I'm doing a. I'm doing a bit because I. I. I can float now, and can you float? I can catch. What? I can catch branches on the way down. I can clamber. Good fucking luck. I'm uh, a soft lander. I'm a. I'm a shadow cat. Abby, okay. Uh, Abby uses. <laughs> What does Abby use? Oh, Our athletics and their intuition yep. to um, try and soften the forty-foot uh, fall. Yep. Off uh, that, that main. I think branch. I should use survival. Should I not? Athletics and survival. I mean, uh, clearly, yes, if you wanted to survive, you wouldn't have jumped. And yeah. I yeah. gather survive. from the shadows. Wait, no, I don't have any. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you're going to mold tree while falling. I don't know. One. Three. <sighs> what uh, does Tony perform Tony? a jutsu to? Yes, Tony is, act, uh, uh, is falling and uh, sees Abby begin to uh, start looking around for, for branches and goes, Okay, um, don't worry about Abby. Uh, they know what they're doing. <laughs> There's some sort of weird shadow 
panther thing. So, okay. Pug Louisa, hold on. I'm about to blow everybody's goddamn mind. Light as a feather, light as a feather, light as a feather. Let the air embrace you. <gasps> and Tony becomes like a hair follicle on the wind. Uh, and uh, to everyone around him, it is as if Tony has suddenly become okay with the idea of hitting the ground. Nothing seems to change. And then right before he splatters, he slows to a stop, brings his feet up underneath him, and... Slicks his hair back as he simply walks away. Quick question. Does Pug Louisa also have this ability? They're holding on tight. <laughs> Did she pee on you? She peed on you. That's fine. How'd you get down here so fast? I... Climbed, you know, the strong limbs, the dense muscle texture. I just climbed. As so Carmen not the stairs? As Carmen and Tony are having this conversation, they can hear from above. Uh, oh, that'll be Abby coming up. now. Abby is just <laughs> twisting in the air, trying to grab onto anything to slow down. And one arm hits one branch, and then one leg hits another branch. And, and then finally they hit the ground hard. A, a perfect landing, though. A perfect breakfall. Uh, but between all the branches that they hit on the way down... Uh, and the force of the impact as they land on the ground, uh, they take two damage. Uh, but overall, it, it didn't look that bad. There was a certain gracefulness to how they stumbled uh, down from uh, the branch up there, 40 feet up in the air. That's a good training exercise. I should do that more often. We you know, should maybe not do that all the time, but... It does make Abby look a little bit like Edward Scissorhands. Tony, when did you go to the shower? Uh, that's not... You just, know what? It's fine. It's just people got a little bit nervous, uh, and some of us still have a little bit of trouble controlling our bladder when we're plummeting 40 feet. You wet yourself? No, Pug Louisa wet myself. Oh, right. Uh, but the important thing here is that Abby uh, saw me jump off of a tree and followed me. So now who doesn't have leadership skills? Now, what's very curious about the peeing incident is that still uh, there's no orifice on Pagluisa that that seems to indicate there's an no exit. cloaca or anything. Uh, and so, and so, there's all these wetness on Tony's body, but they nobody knows where it came from. But it was definitely Pagluisa. <laughs> but it was definitely Pagluisa. I did not pee wet. into the wind while falling. I don't know. I don't know. Look, the important thing, I was just, I thought it would be a cool thing until Abby stole my thunder by jumping out of a tree with no magic and, and still survive. And Louisa peed on you. Yes. Uh-huh. Look, I'm... She, she smells like lavender. Yeah, I know. I'm going to start using her pee as a hair product. You do not. By the transitive property, I'm pretty sure I smell great. 
Let's I'm going to the bar. <laughs> the squad makes their way uh, through the paths that lead out into the center of Claybelt Village, through the beautiful gardens, across them and uh, across the road, and to the Drunken Master Tavern and Exotic Pub Fair. Our apprentices had been here before, but never as fully-fledged ninja. They make their way down the well-traveled 20 yards of dirt path that lead from the main road to the building. Through its irregular branch-made windows, they can see that the place is somewhat busy. Well, the light streamers that run the length of the large room sway slightly. As they enter and find a spot in the long communal tables, they notice a poster and a tripod on the stage. Tonight, Agrast Razor, Sing or Die, an operatic experiment and rave party. Yes! <laughs> Do you Have you heard of this act? Yes! Oh my gosh, my sister was obsessed with them. At one time, one time I was pissed at her, so I painted all over her Avarest poster. She didn't speak to me for days. I am telling you, this place is about to explode with fans. Okay, nice. Uh, maybe we can get some merch. Soon after they take their places, the portly owner of the tavern, Victor, approaches with a large bowl of fries on a round tray held over his shoulder. He places the bowl on the table. Oh, thank God. We finally get to eat something decent. In a position for anyone sitting to be able to access it. And some of the patrons sitting at the table help themselves absentmindedly as they converse. Victor moves with the grace of a ballerina in spite of his bulk and short height. He recognizes our rising heroes right away. Hello, fellows. Welcome. I hope you enjoy tonight's unique entertainment. I hear congratulations are in order, sort of. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sort, yeah. Of, for, sort right. of, for sure. Yeah, the important are. things that you passed. Yeah, yeah. And you're now officially Genin Ninja. Yes, Pretty well done. Yes. That, that much is true. Uh, yeah, hey, Victor, um... I have recently become a father figure. Uh, oh, she sings. This is Pug Louisa. Oh my god, is that ever cute? What right? is it? It's adorable. Uh, now, don't go sprinting this around, Victor, but... Uh, we don't know. Yeah, we think a gremlin is... No. But we know it's a sheen on it. So. Do we? I have decided. The problem is we don't know what she eats. I can uh, help with that. Yeah, I figured you could. So, uh, what, we doing like a tapas, like a tasting uh, menu sort yeah. of thing? Or? Charcuterie? Yeah. I, would, uh... I would murder a Lunchable. <laughs> is what I call charcuterie. You know... I will bring an assortment for you to try things out. And uh, also, you have made it to the field ninja corpse, so <gasps> you don't pay here anymore. <gasps> oh. 
Oh. That's right. We get the we get the membership drinks now. Yes. Okay. Could I please have? I'll have uh, a soda water, please. Oh, shut up, Abby. Could I please have a triple shot of eighteen-year mm, Glenlivet? Uh, well, we have eighteen-year something. I'll see what I can find for you. Uh, by and large, we have the red ale. Uh, the bitter ale and the mud stout, all made here. And the cocktail of the night, if you're interested, uh, is uh, in theme with the show, is the death of Desdemona. And I gotta say that Tim has outdone himself with this one. Is it horribly saccharine? I feel like the death of Desdemona should be this horrible sugary drink that you can barely get down. Oh, does it come garnished um, with a parrot feather? It's, it's difficult to get down, but not because it is sweet. Um, it, but it's good. Maybe I should bring one for celebration. That sounds great. The that more works. I learn about this act your sister loves, the less I understand what it's actually about. Uh, also, common, one, one of my uh, clanmates once uh, shared the, uh, the 18-year-old uh, drink with it. It's also the mud stout. So I, <laughs> I just—it's just the oldest bottles of mud stout that they have at the back with a different label. I wouldn't. <laughs> Rule pop up. For interactions aimed at people or creatures, including combat, the game master rolls dice for the target. To succeed, the player must roll more action points than the game master. Back to the show. Like, I would, but, like, if I would try to win a bet, is when I did it. You're not, you're not quite right. I almost, have the scum, almost, Victor. Almost. It is, it is, it is distilled from that stuff. Ugh, so, life oh, it's, now. it, well, I will bring some of that, too, and you don't have to drink it, but I am, I am very proud that I drink that all the time. An 18-year-old aging makes wonders on anything. It certainly did wonders I, on me. I mean, I, I didn't really enjoy the effects. You guys, <laughs> is it just me, or is everything post Ninja Academy kind of dull by comparison? This is uh, not how I pictured uh, my my fatherhood years. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like we went through all this. And we studied our brains out, and we sure. trained our butts off that, yes. to get through this firing experience, and now we somehow made it, and nothing's different. Well, we're paying less for drinks. Yeah, we're paying less for drinks. I don't usually get my soda water for free, it's true. Well, welcome to adulthood. It's always like this. It is, uh, you know, disappointing. Get used to it. It could be worse. You know, we could be, like, paying mortgages and, like, trying to get normal jobs, but instead we get to be ninja forever. I was afraid I was going to go have to go back home and, like, you know... Become a teacher. I don't think they'd let me. Mm. Yeah. Forever There's no is, one like, to... 15 years, because that's the lifespan of a ninja, more or less. Yeah, but Unless I was... you're exceptional. I was going to last maybe 52. five. And... Well, you, you're 52 without being ninja. Now you have 15 years of ninja. So you can yeah. retire at 65. <laughs> you know, 67. people have protested for less. 
If you're going to eat, I suggest you put in your orders now because this place is going to get ridiculous. Oh, yes. Grilled calamari with lots of lemon, a huge charcuterie board. Um, come on, guys. I think you're in the wrong place. I'm Let gonna... me tell you what there is. So, <laughs> there's a menu. <laughs> Today we're serving our classic, the honey garlic squirrel fritter on a bed of spicy parsley, caramelized zucchini, and, a, and squash ice. Like ice, like the ice, like the squash. We make ice out of the squash. It looks like ice, but it's squash, but it looks like ice. Not ice, like cold ice, like ice you see out from. No, it makes yeah, a lot of retina, sense because of the hand it. gestures. I, I, All of I us who can see you in person know exactly what's happening. I train, I train the people working here with the hand gestures, so it's clear that it's not cold ice, but ice. Ice. Yep, yep, we get it. Cornea, retina, the whole thing. And we also have a chive and, and, and chick rabbit soup. That one's a lot more self-explanatory. I don't know, chick rabbit? What is a chick rabbit? It's what it sounds, of course. It's a combination of chicken and rabbit in one animal. Oh. It's oh, it's delicious. It has like the the kind of a wild flavor of the rabbit, but it has the tender, easy flavor of the chicken. Oh, I highly recommend. I'm gonna have whatever it is you're bringing for Pug Louisa, because I read in uh, this baby book that I should eat what she's eaten. Oh, it sounds good. <laughs> you might change your mind when you see what I bring, but if you don't, then you can eat with her. I will have the squirrel nuggets and the chick rabbit soup and the the squash eyes, please. I'm hungry. Perfect. I'll have a uh, slice of lemon in my soda water, please. Uh, okay. All right. I'll be I'll be back with your stuff. As the evening progresses, people keep on arriving. By the time Victor returns, the place is considerably fuller. He lays a wooden board uh, in front of them, and it has an assortment of things on it. A small rock, soil, sand, broken glass, a piece of copper, a piece of iron, shavings of silver and gold, wood, a smoking piece of charcoal, you never know, we might eat fire. Uh, some grass, a few different leaves and flowers and, and fruits and vegetables, uh, a little bit of fish, uh, white meat and red meat. You didn't tell me fish and red meat were on the menu. Can I have some too? That doesn't look cooked. It, it, it's not cooked and it's just for the baby. I don't. We're not serving that tonight. It, I, well, the squirrel is red meat. It's the same meat as, as here. Um, and uh, and here in this shot glasses, uh, we have apple, carrot, and tomato juices, and uh, cow pony and harpy milk, and uh, squirrel, human, and cobalt blood. And and so uh, why is this warm? Who's Who's blood? Oh, you know what? I don't want to know. Blood coagulates. You can't serve it cold. It is like it becomes a shelly. It's impossible to. It has to be warm, and and, and so this is what it is. Uh, okay, and here's your your food. Uh, here's your squirrel, uh, and uh, the squash ice, and the zucchini, uh, oh, and your glass of no. uh, sparkling water with a, a lemon. And uh, uh, 
Bug, are you sure you don't want me I to get you some food? I will absolutely be getting a different order, yes. Thank you. That's what I thought. Should I get you the squirrel? Please, the squirrel, yes. All right, I'll be back with the squirrel in a bit. Do you think the squashed eyes thing is, like, a dig at Tim? Or, like, did he come up with it? Because it seems like the kind of joke he would make, but, like, I don't want to assume. I have absolutely no idea. But... I think Victor is just kind of a creeper. So I wouldn't be surprised if next thing he comes out with is like intestine themed Wiener Schnitzel. But it's my order free. correct. Yeah, that's true. Also free. Um, uh, okay, Pug Louisa, time to sample. Uh, what sort of weird stuff do you like? Which side do you think you should put I'm... in front of the food? I hadn't thought about that. I'm just sort of gonna step back and see what she wants to do to, with, or uh, uh, using any of the various things here. You think she'll be okay with that? She always wails when you let her go. Well, she's got strong opinions. I'm gonna let her do what she wants to do. How feminist. Look, all I know is I'm very food-motivated, and, uh, you know, that always cheers me up, so... Pug Luisa, in fact, uh, has no issues being sat on the table in front of uh, the wooden board, in front of Tony, of course, and uh, and it starts grabbing at things, and it, it takes the uh, dirt into its mouth and. Oh, look at its cute little face! Where'd it go? <laughs> Like a baby, also even... eating dirt, <laughs> <laughs> also and, spitting uh, up. Yeah. It takes a small rock into its mouth and holds it there for a little bit, tasting it, and then and then spit it, spits it back out. And uh, the sand has a similar effect. Uh, it looks at the broken glass and 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 it's about <gasps> to put it in and then drops oh. it. Oh, thank God. Uh, anyway, at least we know where her mouth is now. It starts using the copper and the iron as, as little things that it moves around as if they were, well, we don't know what. It just moves, like, playing with them, moving them around like little like little vehicles or something, like like toy cars. Uh, it, uh, and then and then loses interest. Uh, the silver and gold, the shavings, they're just spread all over the board. It doesn't even look at them. That would uh, have been expensive if she ate gold, so I'm actually not upset honestly, about that one. Honestly, wouldn't have been shocked. No. <laughs> I, given the, what the eggs look like, I was definitely betting on, like, eats precious metals. Just careful. It might be diamonds. No, God. I can't <laughs> afford this. <laughs> I do need to learn what mortgages are. Picks up the piece of wood and... and, and Brings it to its mouth and starts using it as a sort of soother, and uh, it works for a while. But then, then also throws it up in the air, and uh, it looks at the at the smoking hot piece of charcoal, and uh, and it kind of smells it, and then <coughs> and pushes it off off the oh, uh, cutting board, um, and then and then it starts uh, playing with the. Uh, with the grass and, and the vegetables and the flowers, and it's just uh, tossing them in the air and smelling them. And, but it's not eating any of that. It's just very happy. 
And then, and then he grabs all the, the protein, the fish and the white meat and the red meat and piles them together and then starts, starts digging his little fingers into it and it, it makes it into a kind of mash. And then it starts using that mash to kind of draw in it oh. and then uses the blood in the three ah. the shot glasses to add color to it. And um, it, it's quite... Uh, <laughs> It's quite delightful to see the little creature play like that, even though it's kind of gross and creepy that it's uh, chunks of uh, beef and, and meat and, and, and blood all mixed up together. Um, so she's painting with carcass. Yeah, she's in her squirrel period. Got it. <laughs> Don't play with your food, okay? Uh... And then she brings uh, the little one of the shot glasses to to its like it grabs it with both its hands and and brings it in up to its 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 mouth and 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 tastes um, the carrot juice do you think will she like it <laughs> and it looks at puck and then goes like ah, <laughs> there we go <laughs> And, uh, no, that's fair. Yeah, carrot juice is gross. <laughs> it's good for the eyes, though. You should just let it sink in. Well, I was worried because you didn't train the child to be prepared for poisoned food, but apparently I think um, she's she's pretty ready on her own. That's what we're doing now. We're and finding out what poison is. It picks up Maybe the... she's poison. I'm glad he's not talking about a bomb shelter. Well, that should be the next logical. Anyway, drink your lemon. The apple juice and takes it to its mouth and... I point her away from me. Don't point her at me. I gotta point it somewhere. Points it, points her at uh, Abby. It's like as, as... Carmen says, don't point it at me, and push it, push, pushes the head off and stop pointing at Abby. And a... Pour of puke just just sprouts out of its mouth <laughs> and onto Abby's Abby uh, ducks. Chest. Abby ducks. Boom. <laughs> gone. I'm gonna have to so roll off gone. against my child for that. Yeah. And yeah. so Abby uses all yeah. all their athletics and their intuition to get out of the way. Oh, of I'm that. using survival. <laughs> Being puked on by a baby doesn't tend to kill people. Four. Yeah, but she's literally never eaten anything no. ever, so that's pure stomach no. acid. <laughs> no way. Defeated and by a baby Ab- puke. She got stats. <laughs> that's right. And Abby, yeah. and Abby tries to get out of the way, but the baby actually was aiming to where Abby was putting its face in and just gets it full on. It's like a host of puke got turned on, just coming right out. And, the last uh, time something this horrible Happened to me, my entire family died. Oh, people around start moving, moving out of the way as uh, puke splatters onto the table and the ground off Abby's face. Okay, okay, lessons learned. Carrots gross, but apple equals exorcist. May Uh, I offer you a serviette? Yes, I'll take that. Just like cleans the little bit of puke around Pug Louise's mouth. And then once it's done, like nothing happened, like puke still dripping off its mouth, it just turns and grabs the next shot, which is the tomato juice, oh, no. and gives the little smell and it's like, ah! 
It's like a little frat boy. <laughs> and uh, and it just reacts. Oh no! I'm dodging. In disgust, uh, toward it. No. And <laughs> Carmen uses all her athletics and her intuition to avoid uh, the surprising drink as it's coming toward her. Which, which uh, drink was didn't this? Realize. Tomato juice. Tomato? Tomato juice. Oh no! But she, it wasn't puke. It was just the straight up juice. Well, again, it's all stomach acid. She's no, never no, no. eaten before. No, no, no. She didn't before. drink it. She smelled it and then oh. just threw it away. That's right. It's just it's just. Just the juice. Oh, you hate file. tomatoes? We're gonna have a problem if Why? we take you to see Nona. <laughs> <laughs> and even though Carmen is trying to get out of the way, the tomato juice gets over uh, her chest um, and, and, and puts a stain on her brand new Ugainian uniform. Ugh. It's like Gary. <laughs> you know what? And uh, after all that is done, it just goes back to playing with uh, whatever remains on the board. Perfectly happy. Give me that little creature. If she's gonna make a mess, she can at least help me mop it up. I. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yep, yep. She doesn't know what she's, she's doing. Fluffy. She's a baby. She can absorb. You are not using Pug Louisa as a towel. It's working great. <laughs> As soon as uh, Carmen grabs Pag Luisa, the, 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 scream. The, the yelling and crying begins immediately. Oh, okay, immediately. Okay, I just mind. got rid of my deafening condition. Never Give mind. me her. And as go soon as Carmen Tony. lets go her go, it, 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 just, it just focuses on the food and starts... Oh. Here we go. That's right. The mean dwarf can't mop you up anymore. I am not a dwarf. <laughs> All right, Rhaegar. Drugar. No, we're not saying that anymore because of licensing. Oh. The Draegar. Right. Draegar? Okay. Is that why I can't remember what we said? I don't know, remember what you said. I'm going to try to feed I her a fry. Yeah. Does she want some of the people food? She uh, grabs the fry and smashes it into paste and puts it into her already made paste of protein and, and blood juice and, and, and adds texture to that and keeps I on feel So she's fueled entirely by artistic endeavors. I think I might need the tomato juice to get rid of the smell of the vomit that's just, on me. Just give me your, finish your soda water, give me your cup and I'll like, you know, kind of The tomato like, juice is all gone, it it's all, all in Carmen, so, yeah. so you just can Just give me the cup and I'll, I'll wring out my jacket, Okay, my hair, sounds good. Sounds good. But Teamwork. I think we could probably get Pug Louise's stuff into the Tate Modern. Victor! <laughs> hey, Victor! Uh, I got a bad review here for you, unfortunately. One moment, I'll be right back, I'll be right back. Okay, no rush. Uh, I don't actually know if she eats. Like, how how do we tell if... She vomits. She does without eating, yeah. Uh, she clearly likes to play with stuff. What if she doesn't need She food? does seem to go nuts when she's parted from you. What if it's something about the smell of you that she wants? What if she's gonna eat you? What if she eats lavender? These eggs don't hatch for, like, you know, thousands of years or whatever, right? Like, maybe just the okay. gremlins well, you said have really slow metabolism. We can do better you than this. You said that when she, she, anyway, I won't Look, go into Look, we are all educated ninja. We that should, is technically true. We should hit the books. Okay. We should, uh, we should let's divide. not get carried away here. We should divide up the subjects that we know best and research her genealogy. Figure Absolutely. out. I can 
explain a great deal about. If you say bomb shelters, I'll hit the books. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here I am. Uh, here's your squirrel. Thank pl- you. Plug and the oh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, not so big on uh, any of it. Uh, least of all the actual food. Well, we covered all the things that are like physical. But basically, these are all the all the food groups that there could be. So if this creature is not eating any of this, either it's very picky or eats something else. It like non-physical? Like non-physical. Like she eats ghosts? I don't know. Could be anything. Or like light? Or smell? It, does she photosynthesize? Right. I'm going for my ecology books? Yeah, I she don't can even photosyn- know anymore. She's a photosymphony. Okay, I, I gotta, I gotta go. I let you there. Um, I'll just take this mess out of the way. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send. Um, I don't have anybody tonight. I'll come back and clean here with that, with that rag. Okay. Uh, okay. Thanks, Sorry, thanks, Victor. Victor. Sorry about the mess. So yeah, like, what if she's a plant or like she eats magic? Can you get cleaned up before we talk about this? It's kind of gross. You're the one covered in tomato. It's fresh tomato. Nobody spit it up. Fair point. Right now, Carmen is the best dressed of the three of us. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, well, uh, okay, I hope they have a changing station in the bar bathroom. <laughs> and they, they uh, effectively do have a changing <laughs> station in the bar bathroom. And go get cleaned up. Um, oh, in the bathroom. Do you, do you eat magic? Is that what it is? Oh. Uh-huh. Common, uh, common said you. Tony, what's going on in there? Occupied, someone's in here. It's sounding really creepy. I'm trying something, and I try to um, harness the key of this bathroom. Uh, <laughs> this this is, was a sentence that was going to happen eventually. Yeah. This is a Tony move. Uh, all of the. F- Funk and the 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 the, uh, the drunken master is like carved into like a like into a tree basically right like it's all so there's a lot of you know natural wood around me but there's also all of the energy of all the people who are all excited and Tony reaches out and focuses on just the key of uh, of just a, a place that's got so much going on in it and all of the different. Trying not to reach too hard for, like, all the memories of this bathroom stall, but really just <laughs> reaching into the wood and tries to mold uh, the key, because he's tapped out. He's tapped out of key, so he's going to try to try to harness some key, and, okay, uh, just like in, I don't do a whole lot of healing, but there's a way to take your key and... and Give it to someone else. So I'm, I'm reaching here, Pug Louisa. If you feed on ninja spirit, I need you to just take a little bit, okay? As Tony harnesses the key of the bar uh, first, and then reaches out to try and channel it toward Pug Louisa, what he feels is that Pug Louisa seems to be full of that energy. 
there's no there's no taking it's, it's there's it, it, you know there's it, it, it's like he, he encounters some kind of it's not a barrier but it's like there's no more room for it is she giving it off like can I feel no, like I could but but also she's not taking it in she's sort of key like agnostic pour juice in it's a like again yeah it's like she's bottle. full of that like okay. there's full of magic energy there's no that's that's she, she doesn't need any magic energy okay you just you're your whole own thing huh uh okay pure vibes don't need anything uh rule pop up in combat players take turns the order in which the characters act is determined by their initiative, which is a static number associated with their speed aptitude. Back to the show! Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, Common, what is it? Yeah, no, it's open! It, the, the lock hasn't worked in years, this is the men's room. Do you think I want to open the door? Of course not. What is Why, going- Why, you afraid you're gonna see something you like? Uh... Sorry, force a habit. Yes, hello? <laughs> Sorry. I'm... And Carmen has just walked away. Tony walks out of the bathroom. He's, uh, you know, freshly perfumed and combed and everything. And he's uh, carrying Papa Louisa. Um, and just goes back to the table. Well, as, as Carmen and Tony... Tony kind of is kind of following Carmen through the bar. Yeah. Carmen is, like, right ahead. You're like, hey, come on! <laughs> No, I gotta tell you about my experiment. Carmen continues to walk away. I tried a bunch of shit in the bathroom. You gotta Fine. hear about this. Oh no! Finds herself a spot. Hey, don't look at me like that. I don't even know you. Stage. And the show is announced. Oh, they're doing stuff. And uh, an elf of of slight build with brown hair and eyes steps onto the center of the room. Who's that? Shush. And a trapeze is lowered from uh, the tall ceiling. I thought this was a concert. I don't usually let that girl get inside out. You didn't see anything. Understand? I'm still wondering about the trapeze. The lights change and spotlights land on, on the fellow and the trapeze. And once he's sitting on the trapeze, it is raised again. And he's face as it's going up uh, as the trapeze is going out his face lights up with a sort of panicked look that is uh, extremely funny uh, though slightly disconcerting to the audience uh, and what follows is simply the strangest act uh, a most bewildering sound escapes his lips. It's the perfect marriage between vocal strain and the sound of panic and a perfect operatic pitch. Uh, question, Game Master, question. Can I call my sister? She would die over this. I need to call Molina. How, how are you going to call your sister? The, aren't there phones here? Well, I think they're more like walkie-talkies, though, right? Whatever. But they have to be attuned and no, no. Unfortunately, oh, right she would now, die right now. Um, Carmen thinks of her sister really hard and hopes she could communicate, but uh, her sister is uh, not within reach. Oh. Um, and so she will have to I tell her gonna, all about it later on. I am going to store up every cell 
of this experience and play it back for Molina. And she might be able to get an autograph uh, <gasps> after the show, uh, perhaps. Oh and so that keeps her hopeful as the show progresses. This is what made you make that sound? Shut up. It Don't. was on behalf of Molina. I would never make that sound. I am above it. I'm a ninja. I do not understand women. As Agarath performs, uh, <laughs> and, and, and these, these extreme sounds come out of him, he performs slow motion contortions uh, with his body on the trapeze. <laughs> And his face has the most bizarre expression of it uh, on it. It's impossible to determine if it's pain, ecstasy, or lunacy. But the indetermination of 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 these uh, expressions is irrevocably capturing it, and, and it holds any onlooker uh, any onlooker's attention. And the audience seems to be holding its breath as the show goes on. And it takes about a, an hour or so of, of, of this, of this um, oh well-built show with, with a pace that allows for some respite as, as the audience is able to, to breathe and relax a little bit before submerging them into another bewildering moment of, of, of tension uh, uh, that the audience doesn't really know how to react other than just being, being uh, just drawn into absolute silenced awe. And every once in a while, a very good laugh, like a necessary laugh, uh, is is generated. <laughs> what? What? I, that was so oh funny. Uh, because because there's just this this kind of tension that's going on up there, where they can't tell if if Agaras is going to fall, if it's he's in pain, or 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 this is what the show is supposed to be. It's very weird, and and yet I've only ever felt about three emotions, but I think they're all happening right now. Where did you come from? <laughs> Look at him. Just look at that flexibility. Can you imagine being able to move like <gasps> I could move like that if I wanted to. <laughs> it's better than Bono. Do you understand why Common so it ever Okay. I have okay. to admit, it's a very impressive performance, and no, you could not do that if you wanted to. I don't understand modern art, but... <laughs> when the trapeze finally descends, there is a palpable sense of relief from the audience for the well-being oh of the performer. Uh, <laughs> I like the danger that. Was that was the best thing I've ever experienced. Seems and, like and you could really have a beer with that guy, right? But he's sensitive, too. It was I mean, romantic. I didn't get that, but I believe you. And um, I'm including that night with Mikhail. Just saying. As his feet touches the ground, there's an explosion of adulation from the audience. Maybe he's got maybe he's got tours. We should check the merch table. And soon after, the the beat of deep bass starts to reverberate through the place, and the light streamers enter a sequence that resembles astonishingly accurately a nightclub. Oh, it's the rave portion. And before long, the party 
is raging. Does Pug Louisa feed off of modern art? Does she seem changed at all by the experience? Pug Louisa <laughs> is loving the moment. Uh, happy, smiling, giggling. Reaching out with its little hands as if it could grab and touch something. It's loving the mood. And once the music starts beating up, it's, its head and its body starts to bob to the rhythm of the music. This makes sense with the odd. Okay, let's go get you some glow sticks, honey. <laughs> She's a raver. She is. All gremlins love uh, club kid culture. Cute, fat, lavender-scented little raver. .tumblr.com <laughs> Hey, this is Fede from Arcane Ninja RPG. If you like our show, you may also like other shows in the Pot Cavern Network, such as this one. I'm Tom Zalatni. And I'm Taffer Ajamian. And we're the hosts of the No Bad Food podcast. No Bad Food is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's no such thing as bad food. Find us in the pod cavern or wherever fine podcasts are sold. And now, back to the show. From somewhere in the dance floor, a chant of encouragement rises over the loud music. A group of people are making a circle around another person. Our recent graduates cannot fail to recognize the tall and lanky form of Tim Glass. <laughs> the blind judging panel member, sweaty and swaying in drunken stupor. You know, this guy was acting like he was so above us. I think we got some of our best marks from him, though. Seemingly barely able to keep upright, his slightly oversized mirrored aviator glasses somehow manage to stay in place. The audience members are throwing objects, trying to hit him. But every time, as it seems inevitable that the improvised missile will make contact, the drunken blind man manages to stumble out of the way or diverge the object with a lazy hand or foot movement that looks completely accidental. I bet he had responsible parents who trained him adequately for the world he was entering. I bet he had ballet training. I think he's just a badass. Also, is rave jutsu a thing? His movement is so chaotic that it takes a moment to realize that he's actually moving to the rhythm of the music. Rave jutsu is absolutely a thing and Tim is its master. I think that that would be diametrically opposed to hair jutsu. I mean, like you get so sweaty and like there's all that moisture in the air. And sometimes he wets himself. True fact. I could do all those things. Have you seen... Ninjas from the 70s, though? Abby, why? That's a lot of hair. <laughs> why are you still... You can hide a lot of size in an afro. 
We're talking Shing Shing Staying Alive. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> well, Tim is engaged in a strange drunken dance of defense mastery. And after every few successful dodges, someone throws a full bottle of clear liquid at him. And he catches it midair and promptly empties it into his mouth sloppily. Guys, do you remember what the protocol was for ending our probation? I think they said it was basically if we keep not fucking up. I, I can't hear you. You gotta we, be louder. We, we gotta be good ninja. No, but like, it does... One judge have power to end our probation, like... One judge to rule them all, yes. Like this judge who's drunk off his ass right beside us? So we, It's Tim Glass. He's always drunk. There's three of us and one of him. I'm not talking about strong-arming him. It's like freaking packed with people in here. I'm just talking about, you know, making a night of it. I mean, I would love to party with Master Glass, yeah. Oh, party. Sorry, I I couldn't understand how this wasn't about uh, taking him hostage. No, like, I think he was drunk when he gave us our scores, but, like, we could get him more drunk. I can't... Party! What is happening to Pug Louisa right now? She's like... What is she... Is she pirouetting on your head? Yeah, the edibles are kicking in. No, I don't know what's going on with her. How am I supposed to know? I would think you could feel it. It's like it's a, it's like a head massage and like a blender and a beehive all in one. It's great. Yeah, don't look directly at it though. She's <laughs> got a lot of a lot of clothes. Yeah. But Louisa evidently would like to stand and dance, and it's trying desperately to get on its feeble little feet, but it's too weak, and it can't quite get on its feet. So after stumbling a couple times, then it just lifts its arms and and goes on, (laughs) and then tries to stand again and fumbles down again. You don't need a whistle when you got I put her on the stage and like help her with her Her little legs. And she loves it. Do you think she'll get to dance with Hemorrhist? I... I guess? <gasps> I don't know. Tony, you around? have to let me take care of Pug Louisa if she dances with Hemorrhist. It's you not up to me. To She's going to deafen the whole raid. No, just like... I, I, you, you have to let me. There's got to be... Like, just give me, give me some of your hair. I'll wear some of your hair, and then I'll smell like you, and then she'll let me. It'll happen. It'll work. I could spray you with my colognes. Or do you want my actual hair? Okay, fine. We can do your version where I use my hair magic to grow out my hair and give it to you. Does that sound more... Yes, that's perfect. I will smell like you, and it will not be a disgusting cologne. So, we're not, we're not going to take... Tim hostage, just to be absolutely Put clear. Put down okay. the knife. Okay, yep. <laughs> Why do you even have to have I'm prepared, race? I'm prepared. Why do you still have vomit in your beard? I do. Yes. Does Abby have a beard? If we establish this, this might be a thing that we want to allow Colin to establish, <laughs> whether or not Abby has facial hair. I think that Abby has facial Abby has, hair. Abby has uh, hair, period. 
Just hair. Just hair. Just hair. But it's just not like, like it's not like your hair. It's like, it's like closely a, cropped fur, basically. Like a cat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Closer. <laughs> is it white? <laughs> Why would it I be believe white? it was in the original. Why is it white? It's just what it is. Alright. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely vomit because nothing shows up. In white hair, like that marvelous golden color that used to be apple juice. Uh, well, uh, I, um, I... Go, go. Okay, all right, just this as long is as gross. I'm not... Okay, I just wanted to make... Do you sure. want to scoff of my hair or not? Yes. <laughs> Tony uses uses his knowledge of hair jutsu and grows a bunch of hair. Do I have to roll for it. hair scoff? No. Great. No, this is just basic <laughs> basic hair jutsu. This shit. is day one. <laughs> he just and cuts some of the hair and uh Increasingly drunk, everybody. <laughs> Carmen grabs it and wraps it around her. Can we like put it in barrettes so that I can put it in like extensions? You can do that after it's no longer cute. a part of me, is what you can do. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Carmen manages to somehow um, barrette it uh, sloppily uh, onto her. Um, it's the just been ravished look. It is not sloppy. <laughs> it is curated. Hey, Vic. <laughs> I'll have another sloppy barrette when you've got a chance. <laughs> you got it! Coming right up! Um, can I have another crispy squirrel? Coming out! I can't believe that's the name of both a drink and a meal. Which one are you watering? <laughs> I want the meal. The death of Testimona. Oh yeah, the signature. Arrived a while ago and, and we never described it, but actually when you get your drinks, they're slightly smoky, like the, the, there's like a fog I over love them. That. It and makes it feel like magic as you uh, bring it toward your face, you can hear coming out of the drink a segment of the Othello opera uh, <gasps> when Desdemona is dying. And, and it's like that very recognizable tune that kind of like emerges for, from the drink uh, as, as you bring it toward you. And the flavor of it is strange. It's, it's like if you could taste despair, confusion, a sense of being lost in, 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 a, in a strong feeling, and it... If you could taste it, that's the flavor. And it's not unpleasant at all. It's actually quite pleasant, which is slightly scary. That's Because terrifying. each one of you can feel how you could get lost in this very emotion yourselves. This is... And yet, you would definitely have another one if you could. This is, like, tart and... Layered and a tiny bit sweet at the end, and I don't know why, but I really love this feeling that not knowing anything is okay. I told you that Tony outdid himself this time. I did, but. Tim? What did Tony do? He didn't make the drink. I think he means Tim. I had a bit too many of these. Uh, Death of Desdemona. Uh, yes, I meant Tim, not Tony. Tony also did himself because he's a getting ninja. Hey, 
am. But you all are. You know what? Leave you alone. See you later. You know, I always feel like not knowing stuff is okay, so maybe that's why I'm not 100% on this uh, here drink. I also... It's like I can just give up. I can just... No, I'm back. My uh, vomit is officially cleared up. I would like that soda water with lemon now, please. Uh, here, try this. Hmm. <laughs> it tastes, um... It tastes, um... Despair, right? I, I don't think I have that emotion. I was going to say sour blueberry. That's an emotion to you? It does taste like blueberry. Mm. Absentia does uh, notice as they're tasting this drink that the soda water with lemon was on the table already. Mm. Perfect. Uh, I think that will be uh, a safer Eventually, uh, our heroes-to-be lose sight of Tim Glass, the, the blind, drunken mess that was Tim Glass. The legend. I thought we could get him to end our probation, but Getting now, Tim to do anything is... Uh... I realized nothing matters. Nothing really matters. And around so 2 in the morning... So you still want that autograph, or...? Yes! Well, okay, I don't see the dude, though. Well, just wait! You think there'd be, like, a signing here. table or something? Opening oh. act, dude. In fact, du- during during the following uh, couple of hours as the party is raging, uh, there's an oppor- there's a few opportunities in which um, Carmen can approach Agarast, and she... Wait, when did Agarast come out? Did I miss it? Now? Oh, he finished the show. I'm sorry, he was all along in the party. It's a big party. I oh apologize. Agarest was just hanging around, and perhaps uh, you hadn't seen him and distracted by Tim Glass. You hadn't paid attention, but as you lose sight of Tim Glass, at some point it becomes apparent that Agarest is, is having a good time in the party, um, and he's not being really harassed by a lot of people. He's just just hanging out and, uh, yet he's and, and not. dancing, and it doesn't take long uh, until... Um, you approach him for uh, a autograph. Hey, Agarest! Oh, we're not going to be chill about this at all, are we? I'm Carmenina, and I love you! Abby, <laughs> this is the time in uh, every uh, friend's uh, life cycle of a party when they need to decide if we pretend not to know her or not. Right. I, I think she's had too much soda water. I had this Dream when I was seven that I don't we think got we know married. Her. Absolutely no. not. And my sister was jealous because I told her, and she got mad and she hit me. So then I painted on her poster. Agarest has the look of someone who can't quite hear what is being told to them, but they're nodding. Um, and then uh, it seems that he wants to end this and doesn't know how to. So then. He grabs Carmen by uh, gently by the back of the neck and kisses her, <laughs> and then sings her chest and pushes her off um, <laughs> gently. Uh, and and she seems to be perfectly happy with her accomplishment of the night. She got her autograph, which is what she wanted. Um, can you maybe sign my boot too, though? Because I wash my chest every four months. <laughs> she says, uh, taking off her boot and trying to 
give it to Agarast, who takes it's a moment really to understand nice, what's going on. I, and uh, he finally understands what she wants and does sign the boot. Uh, <laughs> But then just uh, gets taken away by other fans. Uh, but uh, Carmen managed you. to get what she wanted. Rule pop-up. Ninja moves represent a ninja's responsiveness. A character has a set amount to use each round of combat. They can be used to add an action, enhance attacks, defense or damage, and in many other ways. Back to the show. I super don't understand this dude, but I mean, you, he's he's a rock star. Oh, you guys! At around two in the morning, the music uh, is turned off, and uh, it, you guys. I had way too much soda water that night. Um, the night streamers uh, return to normal, and uh, this oh. is the signal for everybody to go home. And so our ninja uh, walk out into the night. I have. The biggest headache of life. But I have a signed boot. <laughs> and boob. <laughs> also that. <laughs> Your sister's definitely not gonna uh, be less jealous after this, but, uh, you know, <laughs> mission accomplished. Across she the street into the ever. bewildering communal garden of Claybold and through it until they enter mm, into the forest. I'm gonna keep this autograph for at least a year. Following the narrow trail that leads to the command center. Oak tree. You guys... Oh my gosh. Shit, shit, is the sleeping now because of all the raven. She's a rave monster. This we've Did we ever figure out what she ate? Yeah, she eats vibes. No, she was full of vibes. She, she was full of vibes. I tried to channel the bathroom key into her and, and she she's didn't full. Want you, you, any. You, you what? I channeled the bathroom key. He tried to pull Poop vibes. That's not what I did. She didn't want any. There were no poop vibes. Shockingly. My vibes. My vibes are immaculate. You, we don't know what she eats, but mm. we know she does not eat charcoal. Poop. She's a being of pure apple. energy and art. Okay. I mean that's incontrovertible. I still However, say we get her dealer and put her stuff in the tape modern. They I, finally arrive to their dorm. And as they enter, they can hear the gentle sound of a, a snore from someone here and there behind the closed doors of the other rooms. Why don't we have a bed? Why is there no bed? Do we not? Do we? We get beds, right? In the dormitory. We can't go there not. like this. We'll get, we'll get kicked out. I'm we perfectly gotta, sober. We gotta oh, be up in like for you, Abby, prepared four hours anyway. Absentia Threat, remembers yes. how Sasha Obami showed each one of you your own room in the dormitory. Abby, That's right. I've got rooms? my own room. Uh, See you later. Wait, no, no Abby, you need, Abby, Abby, I'm gonna need Abby, you to lead me to my room. Come Shh, Carmen, Carmen, keep it quiet. Damn it! 
Keep it chill. I'm trying to sleep. Shut up. Okay. You shut up. You shut up. We've already almost started a number of fights this evening. I did win Some of which I wanted to start. But the point is, at this point, I don't think we should be starting any fights. Okay, it's bedtime, everybody. It's bedtime. Look. Okay, I will will lead you. Time to get our three hours in. I will lead you to your rooms. Follow me. Buddy system. Abby, Hold each so other's nice. hands, make a line, don't lose each other. Abby. It's just like Abby, Pug, Pug Louisa, Carmen. It's just like hilarious series of, of height and Pug Louisa's just like bobbing, <laughs> bobbing in the air. <laughs> Abby uh, delivers everybody to the room and goes Thank to their you. room. Sleep well, have a dagger under the pillow. Good night, Abby. Pug Louisa nestles with Tony. It's warmth and softness. The last thing he remembers before falling into deep sleep. (laughs) And everybody rolls discipline and fortitude. Did not see that. Just to see if we wet the bed. To see if we wet the bed. Uh. <laughs> Fortitude. Heard <laughs> 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 the expression. Gird your loins. Gird right. your loins. Two. That's uh, three successes. Um, two successes. Next thing uh, they know, all three of them are opening their eyes at some point. Uh, on time for our near, first assignment, right? Near done, and uh, uh, even head. in spite of the headaches, and wh- however drunk they may still be from the night before, I've been up for hours. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they do. They are waking up. Uh, they manage to wake up in time, so they right. they can get ready to report at six uh, a.m. for their duty. You all done your 75 crunches? Yes. Absolutely. I have uh, not I'm ever done a crunch in my life. I'm just finishing my meditation. <laughs> I only do arms. <laughs> arms and hair. That's my two days alternate. And then on Sunday we rest. That's the Lord's Day. <laughs> Sometimes I do a little hair because I'm lapsed. I should have taken a sip of water. That's too much soda water. <laughs> can I cons- can I uh, do a, a construct a little like um, uh, like carrying device for Pug Louisa? Uh, can certainly uh, roll summon all of Pug's crafts. Nope. Um, and <laughs> and uh, either intuition or uh, knowledge, uh, perhaps. Uh, I don't know if it, it would 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 Pug have any knowledge of babies, baby carriers. I don't think so comes from a very large family. Like right, there was well, like you're always caring for like the sure. smaller cousins if, if, and if stuff. If knowledge works, uh, that that could work. So either intuition or or knowledge. We're gonna do intuition. Uh, that's a one success. The harness, little harness he manages to put together, is not the best, and it's the best constructed, but it kind of does the job for now. Okay. So he slings Pug Luisa over into that little harness, and uh, and everybody makes their way uh, to the <laughs> commander's office at the top of the tree. 
How big's our uh, like graduating class? Like, is it is this our time slot, or is this like everyone who's recently passed there? No, just you, just us. No. Uh, so they 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 as they enter the main hall, there's a group of people exiting. Uh, it is the elders, including uh, Dai-sensei Dai Jean-Claude and Sensei Nicola Sabato and, and Claybilt Academy's headmaster, Sensei Paul Orwell, uh, among another what about four... about Shoko Norris? Chico? Chico? Okay. He, he, Please. <laughs> Let's not be silly. <laughs> My bad. Um... Chico Norris has been called Chaco Norris, and he does not appreciate the comparison to his uncle. And so, um, uh, among, uh, uh, sorry, the, the other four uh, elders that come out, the, the ninja don't really know them to see them. Uh, but they, all of them, uh, each one of them nod at them as they walk past. Like, I uh, shoot them like, finger guns. Um, and uh, they, they, you know, don't respond directly. But uh, Nicola gets a little smirk on on her face. You at know, that. those haven't been cool in like fifteen years. Bringing them back. <laughs> oh, my head. <laughs> um, and Jean Claude uh, looks utterly unimpressed, no matter what. He'll <laughs> come around. And. Uh, as uh, they Get make together, their man. way up into the office, they find Chico Norris uh, waiting. Good morning, Sensei. Reporting for duties. Ready to kill. Okay, put the knife away. <laughs> Good morning, young ones. Uh, Sasha, uh, you may leave us now. Thank you. And uh, Sasha, who was in the room, walks uh, away and then down the staircase and out of sight. Have we had any luck finding out what the creature eats? Not food. We have found what the creature vomits remarkably well. Yes. Uh, so far, uh, the creature does not like fruit uh, or anything or juice. Let's just be clear. When we say doesn't like, we mean we can use this creature as a weapon in many circumstances. It had an adverse reaction to actual food. It does not eat minerals. Uh it does not eat wood. It does not eat fire. We it have... does like meat, but it only does art. In a remarkably artistic sense. Yeah, it plays with blood and meat, but it does not eat them. It does seem... We to... do want to get it an agent. It really enjoyed the atmosphere at the rave last night. It was big on that. We were allowed to celebrate. Uh, it's a party animal, sir. And... Um, I we were going to kidnap Tim Glass. That was oh not ever gosh. a plan uh, that we had. Don't listen to Abby. Sensei, uh, I, will, I, uh, I had the okay, okay, okay. Actual relevant information. I'm not sure if I was supposed to do this, but I did try to feed it key. Oh. And uh, right. how'd that go? That. It wasn't regular key. It was Sewage. bathroom key. To be clear. Sewage-related key. So. Uh, sir, it... Um, it didn't need anything. It's it's already full of power. It didn't need any any outside help. Nothing I've tried to give this thing. It it doesn't want. It just wants to be near me and and I don't know. Be be chill and cool. Well, that's interesting. interesting. And kind of frightening. 
I was hoping that you would say interesting and you would have an answer for me, but frightening works. No, I don't have no answers. That's why we all, you know, getting together, all the elders, and trying to figure out what to do next. And, uh, yes, Carmen, what do you need? May I request a separate evaluation from my esteemed peers? No. Right. Good. Glad we solved that. So after much deliberation, it has been decided that the Oracle needs to be consulted. The Oracle? You will report to your squad senpai. He will be waiting for you at the Lemon Grove in the gardens, and he will have all the details. Tempeh. I was thinking of tempeh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what a tempeh is, but your senpai... It's delicious. ...is your superior. Got it. Mm -hmm. And he will guide you through... And nothing more. ...this process. (laughs) Nothing to say. Okay, lemons we it is. We accept. Thank you, Sensei. Thank you, Sensei. Good luck. You're dismissed. Okay. Off we go. Lemon Grove it is. The I didn't know anything about the Oracle. Have you never read any Greek mythology? Well, uh, I mean, I've read a lot about Greek survival strategies. Naturally. Okay. They involve a lot of oil. They do involve a lot of oil. It's quite remarkable. I the got, central... Yeah. You have to learn a lot about early agriculture. <laughs> Abby, do you ever look at your life and think, is it worth this much prep? Yes, and the answer is always, of course. And that is why I am adamant that we must adequately prepare this child for the world that it is walking into unprepared like a poor, blind... St- okay. A poor, blind pod of lavender-scented flesh... Like it is. We still haven't tried lavender as a food item, but we gave it flowers and threw them in the air. When did we give them flowers? When did we? When? Part of the charcuteries. That's that's true. I had forgotten about that. I suppose that counts as a test. You don't remember a lot from last night. Check your boots. You know what? I remember what counts. (laughs) (laughs) The central garden of Claybelt Village is about ten acres, uh, where the sun shines quite unimpeded. It has smooth, winding walkways and wooden bridges that cross over narrow streams of what is clearly a very clever irrigation system. A farm-like a botanical garden. All sorts of vegetables and fruits are grown here, some of which would not normally make it through the harsh Canadian winter, but somehow survive. It is a place extremely familiar to all Claybelt residents and especially to the students of the academy, as most of their classes took place here. Carmen, Tony, and Abby reach the lemon grove. A rich citric aroma invades their senses. The lemon trees look like they are growing wild, but their fruit always has the flavor of well-tended trees. Under the particularly thick shadows of one of the trees, a figure sits cross-legged. 
The ground is covered in grass, which self-maintains, always growing to the right height while looking unkept. The figure of the long-limbed man with the oversized mirrored aviator sunglasses is unmistakable. Tim Glass. Chopsticks in hand, he tries to capture flies. It looks like he's randomly hoping to catch one. He looks pale and peaky with slight sickly green-hued skin and a gleam of sweat covers his face. Uh, hey, uh, uh Tim, uh, Master Glass, where... Here to see the oracle. Keep it low, keep it low, damn it. That's true, I guess we're all pretty hungover. Have you no consideration for your superiors? My head is killing me. I'd just like to point out that we could definitely Definitely. Don't Put the Jason. knife away. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, what? We're here to see the Oracle. Thankfully, that was the last time I drank. Um. That excuse me, but. I wouldn't bet on it. Congratulations <laughs> on your first Sobriety. twelve steps. But uh, we were sent here by Norris. Yeah, I know you were sent here by Norris. Oh shit. He is the Oracle. <laughs> he knows everything. Last night was my celebration of drinking quitting. Great. <laughs> That's, you know... You know what? I, I don't think do this is too. a laughing matter. Um, in anticipation people. for my new promotion as a senpai. I'm not confused by that anymore. I remember, I remember. Yeah. A senpai is not allowed to drink? Well, that's not quite right. However, if you drink as much as I drink, then no. Hey, okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I thought that helped your ninja magic or whatever. Well, it can, but it's just not right, and it seems that I can't quite shit. Oh, we understand. Man. So make now you have lies. Like, make, like, good decisions we... while I'm drunk, and so... I'm not drinking anymore, because I'm your senpai. You're our senpai? Have you not been listening? You are in the lemon. Didn't they tell you to come meet your senpai in the lemon grove? They did. You oh, are yeah. in the lemon grove, and here I am, and I'm a senpai, so I, hear, I must be your senpai. I hear that espresso and lime works great for a hangover headache. I'm, uh, I, I've tried that, and it worked for a while, but then it stopped. And now I, I seem to be over that. So all I can do is just uh, catch flies, which I can't, but try. So we're not going to head to the lime grove then instead? We are in the lime grove. This is we're a lemon, in the lemon grove. grove. Oh, good point. I See? think that we should stay. I think that we should hydrate our senpai. Did Chikoda always tell you to go to the lime grove? Lemon grove. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Just I do case. know enough about early agrarian techniques to be able to produce both of those things. So what's our mission? Well, normally, again in squad such as yourselves... <clears throat> oh, don't throw up. We've had enough of that. ...would be given 
simple missions, you know, rescue a kitten, uh, help get rid of vermin. We can definitely do that. Yeah, I'm sure you can take a ghost, talk a ghost into moving on or dissuade non-sparked hikers from coming close to the village. Maybe escort a traveler. But we'll be in bumped up to the higher difficulties? Yeah, well, the idea is that, you know, you can learn the basics of being a field ninja from me while you do this, but you got that right, Tony. These are not normal circumstances, and... What do you guys know about the Oracle? And uh... each one of our ninja summons their knowledge and discipline. Was this covered in our classes? And it was, so, so they get die. an extra die to uh, try and recall anything to do. I am so happy I've too. been working on my discipline lately. Five. One, One. two, three, I four. suddenly remember so much about an oracle. Tony cannot remember anything about any oracles other than it was mentioned in class but he was daydreaming and it didn't really capture his we imagination. Sort of, Carmen, I sort of assume that Tony has no idea what this is about. No, I mean, I'm looking at you out of uh, just I assume you wanted to wh- be why, the one to talk about why, it. Why are you talking? Bye. There you go. Okay, so I do remember um, we studied... The Oracle in history That's right. and yes. mythology and the classics. Mm-hmm. Right, the uh, classics, yes. I remember okay. some ninja Bowie, Zeppelin. found the Oracle when they were in times of difficulty. Yes, back when it, they were in those early agrarian processes, if uh, I remember correctly. It was someplace at sea. And uh, the oracle doesn't stay in, pl- in one place. The oracle must be found anew every time the it's oracle is It's very inconvenient. Sought. That's right. That's right. Yes. And, uh, oh, there was one more thing. Yes. Uh, well done, Carmen. You, uh, it sounds like you've done good in your classes. That's, that's not wrong at all. You got the right idea. Um, I believe that, that some ninja who have pursued this oracle have returned so unsuccessfully that they in fact didn't return. It was like a finger <laughs> or or a foot that washed ashore and people I went, that looks like my cousin's foot. Correct. Like in The Godfather. Senpei? Rather like, the, I don't know if that's true. I've only read the text version, of course, studying. Senpei. You know, oh, the movie's solitary. better. What um, can you tell us about how to seek the oracle safely? Rule pop-up. Each round of combat players also roll 10-sided dice for extra ninja moves. Their character's rank determines how many dice they roll. They get as many extra moves as the total action points they roll. Back to the show. Well, you know, I think I might actually remember something about that. I think that... Some ninja actually have found the oracle and were able to keep their feet and their fingers intact. Well, or at least uh-huh. their windpipes so that they could tell more about it. And um, it's, it's, it is someplace at sea, that's true, but, but I think that it's actually a, 
<laughs> not just at sea, but in the sea. I think what? it's in the, in the sea. Yes, that's right. It's in the sea. The lost city of Atlantis? Close. No, in the, yes. Abby what? said I was really? close. I'll take it. <laughs> that's not far. I've uh, seen that movie. See, there's a whale. It's a Michael whale. Michael J. Fox, right? Yeah. It's it's a whale. Is that never that going Michael to? J. Fox? Well, I don't watch movies, but if, is I there read an the audio text version? version. I read the text version. I could speak the text version out as an audio version. It, anyway, it never the whale never goes far from the submerged city of Atlantis, the like whale? in the Bible. So it's like the Bible if that part is in the Bible. Yeah, There's a never whale? read the Bible. Jonah finds the lost city of, of Atlantis. Atlantis. No, Jonah gets trapped flo- like he- in Pinocchio. Right, That's because right. the oracle takes his feet. That's right. Because, the, the because it was lying, and it grew, and they had to chop it off. Right, now, and that's, that's a very how confusing test. The Atlanteans, the Atlanteans, embed, embed. The, oh, the Atlanteans embed the oracle. Oh, I remember now. I recall. <laughs> they put the oracle in the whale. It's not that the whale is the oracle. It's that it's embedded. Into the oracle. Do you mean the whale swallowed the oracle, or do you mean the oracle uses whale bones the to oracle prophesy? Uses the the oracle might use whale bones. I, dep- I don't know the details oh, of how they embedded it. Killing me here, Abby. What I know, for sure, is that they considered the oracle to be so dangerous that they thought it would be safer to let it float about in a random whale. That way, they could protect themselves from themselves. And the only in the gravest of circumstances would somebody possibly go whale hunting for an oracle. And so, the only way to attract it is, is by to attempting... whale hunt? Is to, yes, pure iron harpoons. Uh, senpai Tim, uh, do you mean to tell me that we have to go hunt down a whale to find out our future? Yes, but here's the thing about it. Have you ever read Moby Dick? No. I don't think I read we can talk like about the that in first public. 150 pages, and it's that was It's in the public enough. domain. It's okay. There it is, keeps going after 150 pages? There is a lot about the techniques Ahab, of whaling, which is what harpoon. I found to, mo- to be the most interesting part. How do you actually go through the process? How does the rope work? You know what I what find do you do interesting? With the- How? Not this. Ugh, I give up. Tell me something applicable. Well, the point is that the whale tends to hunt its hunters. So that we've got to get some fiction. oracle bait. You understand that, right? Moby Dick is fiction. No, uh, Moby no, the- Dick is fiction, but it turns out that the whale of the oracle is very much like Moby Dick. In that no, Moby Dick is a metaphor. Moby Dick is a metaphor, but the oracle isn't a metaphor, which is remarkable so when you think of what an oracle is. So why are we talking about Moby Dick and basing because our strategy on... Because this thing will literally a... try to kill us back. Uh, I see. Cynthia. Uh, no metaphor. Gold star. Kill or be killed. I just a story about a man who hates a whale. is appropriate. <laughs> we gotta go find a whale. So... <laughs> In case uh, I, didn't I thought put it Abby had up. developed a sense of humor. You're telling me that we've got to go find a big fish to get a fortune teller out of it. Actually, Correct. whales Who's gonna are try mammals. To kill They're not yeah. fish at all. That that is. Oh, that makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you got it. 
Yep, that's the gist of it. Yeah. The gist. But the yeah. fortune teller might try to kill us. But or the, the whale, whale might try to kill us. If we get in, but then it's or, not going to we... be an endangered species, is it? Because I was the only one of its species, so yeah, it's that's bloody really endangered. Upsetting. I mean, if if it gets, it hasn't died though, and way, well, way, I think that might be way. the case with my species as well. So yes, but we don't want your species to propagate. The harsh. You know, well, no, 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 bit, that's, that's, uh, that's understandable. That's, I can, you know, uh, it's, I, I understand. Yeah, you know, you're not my cup of tea, but I'm sure you're someone's cup of tea. I don't know who's someone. We don't got to propagate right now. Propagate. And so, is Pug Louisa an I am perfectly species. fine with celibacy. From, from these little short freak there, that's a funny I situation. I am not short, I am five foot two. I was always trained mm-hmm. for survival, not propagation, so. Also, propagation is survival. It's the oldest form of survival. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Of the species. That's not the point. Except the point is that I survive. <laughs> forever. Okay, then. So, you have a little time to prepare your kits and anything you think you may need for this mission. Knives. And a lack uh, of we will conscience. meet you back at the Shadow Portal at 10 a.m. You're dismissed. I think that went well. Thank you, Senator. Gotta go get a bathing suit. This is the worst idea. You're dismissed. Go. Go talk somewhere else. Okay, I'm going. Don't bother me. Sorry. What, you're afraid that the water's gonna wash off your new signatures? No, just come on, let's go. (laughs) Tim, did you know that Carmen got a tattoo last... Thank you, Senpei. Goodbye. Thank you, Tempeh. Goodbye. Not Tempeh. Senpei. Senpai. Whatever. Right. Okay. Off you go. <laughs> My head hurts too much. I can't. <laughs> it's it just this is, it's not working. Go. See you later. So we gotta read Moby Dick. No, we have to leave. There are lots of good tips in Moby Dick. I, I'm just gonna say, there's a lot of whaling. No one wants your dick tips, Abby. Moby Dick is about obsession. And that is the only useful thing in Moby Dick. There oh, I have that cologne. Oh, my. How's little Pug Louisa doing? Uh, she's doing okay. I'm not sure how waterproof she is. Maybe Pug Louisa likes blubber. How do you feel about going underwater? Okay. okay. What if we just, like, put her in the tub and see what happens? Okay, yeah. Swim training. Yeah. To well, the pool. Let's go. They um, the the squack tries putting Pug Luisa in a a puddle of water or a barrel of water or however they figure it out. And Pug Luisa actually enjoys the water a lot and starts playing with it. I knew this is not preparing Pug Luisa for sharks. This is not. We're not going after Pug sharks. Luisa. We're going after whales. They are much there are deeper. Sharks in the water. There are submarines in the water that are weaponized fully. There are many Who would devices. shoot at this? Look at her. These eyes are a defense mechanism. I, I just hope that at some point you develop a sense of responsibility. I'm over here prepping for our mission, so whenever you finish with this completely pointless argument, this you is can prep- join me. This is prep. I've been reading up. Did you know that a lot of perfumes and colognes are actually made from ambergris? Which comes from whales? 
We're you gonna have be, been reading. We're going to be rich. <laughs> I'm going to kill this whale and turn it into scent. <laughs> Cents and dollars. <laughs> After uh, picking up their kits and their equipment and with a newly found sense of determination, the young Ganon Ninja make their way back toward the command center oak tree but as they are nearing the main trunk they take the right path at the prominent fork in the trail they follow the wide well-traveled trail as it enters into a broad-mouthed cave and descends into uh, the ground to become a serpentine earthen tunnel with lit chi lamps on the walls on the walls Eventually, the earth around them is slowly replaced by roots, and they finally emerge into a somewhat large chamber with walls and ceiling made entirely of large, thick roots, the roots of the command center oak tree. The shadows in the chamber are thick and seem almost alive. Absinthia has spent innumerable hours in this chamber, communing with the shadow. That's right. In the center, a large circle is drawn on the ground. Runes run the circumference. Four ninjas stand in opposition to one another around the circle. Tim is already there, backpack hanging lazily from his shoulder. Okay then, I guess uh, we are ready as we're going to be. Come on then. Step into the circle. Yes, Senpai and both Pug Louisa and Pug are wearing little swimming goggles. <laughs> nice detail, though we're not going into the water right now, but you can keep them on if you want. You be, look cute. Be prepared. <laughs> As one... Uh, Wait, the... how does Tim know? What? That I'm wearing goggles and that I look cute. <laughs> He's there. You just said Man's it. blind. Ah. Yeah. You, you just said that you were wearing, and uh, the team just said that you look cute cause. Okay. <laughs> That's the kind of thing one says. He doesn't really know how you look. I'm still getting used to the sort of senpai uh, getting I don't, relationship. I don't really know how you look, but, but I we can't know, we see, all know so I might as well be nice to you. Yeah, we all know what's cute. And I heard that Pug Luisa's cute, so how couldn't she be cute with... Goggles on. That's true. Yeah, that's right. I feel like perhaps we would be better off waiting till the hangover wears off. We don't have time for that nonsense. We have to, you know, we're ninja. We're ninja, we're we're hangover, not hangover. We're trained in the martial arts and we can perform. It's a little concerning. I don't think that goes away. Are you good? Do you want some hair of the hair? Me? Yeah, it's like hair of the dog, but my clan developed it, so it's like double hair. <laughs> Actually, that that hair of the clan is really fucking good. You should have I it. I never did get to find out if Pug Louisa would go for the hair scarf. That's true, but you're still wearing it, so I appreciate that. I, I, I find it warm and cozy. I Moving feel like on. we've never been closer. Into the portal! <laughs> Come on, into the circle. Now, here, all of you tie yourselves to this rope, and I will tie myself as well. Okay. Okay, this way we won't get separated. Not around the neck. <laughs> no, not around the neck. Abby, no. Wise. <laughs> Try around the waist. 
Now you'd be amazed at how many times squats get split apart this way, and there's no way of <laughs> squats get split. Yeah, you know, squats get split apart this way. Not only neglect their crunches, but also their squats. Arms and hands. I would not like want to get split apart in a squat. <laughs> not into a squat, no. Fuck off, Absentia, <laughs> all right? I'm hungover, and, uh, you know, I'm saying what I'm saying, so nice just tie yourselves in, right? and, and you don't want to get lost, so if, <laughs> if you do system. get lost, you got to find yourselves a way to the southern shore of Prince Edward Island. Oh. We will depart from there. Are we going right? to see Anne of Green Gables? Yeah, whale territory. Anne of Green Gables is actually a mighty ninja. You, if you might have it, that tracks. Ah. Yep. Um, but we're not going to see her today. No. I mean, uh, and she's still alive. Yes, if you believe that. But uh, but not today. No. As long as her story is told, she's. Well, her story is a made-up thing because it's not the real thing, but that's okay. Are you saying okay. that's ninja propaganda? Sidetrack. Well, they, we had to throw off the scent because they were getting really pretty close to the truth there, so there had to be something to be done, and so we we hired a writer they to They even make this knew where she story. lived. <laughs> well, that's also made up, just so you know. Okay, so if we get separated, we meet at the Gables house. You got it. Yeah, yeah, that sure. That place is real. I've been there. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, you know that they built that up just to make it look like that was... a very literary you know. journey. Got Moby Dick yeah, I know, I know. You like know? half of Ninja Academy is reading classic <laughs> literature so that you can make puns. <laughs> well, I, I have you know that, in fact, Anne of Green Gables, the... the decoy book has become really popular in Japan and so in fact it has made it into some of the Ninja Academy's main curriculum. What other literary figures are secretly ninja? Well definitely well, Dante. Most of Tolstoy's stories are about ninja. Yeah that makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. that makes good sense. Yeah. Shakespeare. Um, you can wield a a mean scythe if you've read Tolstoy. Oh, that is, in fact, 100% based on ninja techniques of weapon usage. Uh, is the I, wielding of the side. I had never thought of that before, but now I, I realize that that makes perfect sense. I don't mean to detract from this uh, scintillating yes, conversation, but are we supposed to go through the portal or just Just step here? into the circle and just okay. uh, hang yeah. hang into the rope. Just tie yourselves in. You in Once you're ready. Yeah, already. Okay. All right. And... Oh. Uh, once they're all inside the circle and tie it up, he Is there knots. a wind coming from the circle? No, there ain't no wind. It's just no. a circle in the dark and you <laughs> stepped in it. Let's find out what's happening. <laughs> no we good. Okay. <laughs> Team Glass knots at one of the ninjas standing outside the circle. And as one, they all begin to move. Long stance to horse stance to crane. As their arms cross in front of them and this then describe a circle around them, ending with the palms facing out at either side of them. Then a sudden change to the cat stance as they seem to wrestle an invisible ball out of the air, which they end up holding one hand on top, the other at the bottom, to one side of their chest. Their arms turn in a mawashi circle, as if they were spinning the invisible ball, and then their arms slowly stretch 
out as if pushing on it. Suddenly, the room seems to light up to the squad. The shadows become what they can see and the light what is shaded, all in a sort of monochromatic spectrum, the shadow reel. The voices travel strangely here, as if they were coming from afar, even though they face each other. Tim, okay. the party walks through the realm, where space, as is understood normally, has no meaning. One step they are in one place, the next in a different one. A town, a forest, a lake, a metropolis. In each place, they can see people going about their business, unaware of them as they move through the shadows. It is nauseating business at first, for those who have not used this travel medium before, but the sensation settles after a bit. Pug Luisa seems to be loving it. Eventually, the next step takes them back into the physical world. And they emerge into the deep shadow of a large boulder at the bottom of a cliff of strikingly red stone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I hope we don't have to go back the same way. That was weird. Oh, no, that's... Uh, well, we might, but not, not for a while. Okay. Are we still tied together? You feel so far... I can barely carry you. You're so far away. Don't worry. We're safe. No, I'm not worried about that. I just can't believe I'm tied to you. Well, the sand is also red... It, I do like the smell. Um, in, in color, and it stretches away from the cliff and into a deep blue ocean. The colorful contrast is breathtaking in its beauty, and the more so in contrast with the monochromatic nature of the shadow realm they just left behind. A few hundred yards away, a small cabin stands alone, elevated on poles so as to withstand the tide risings. A small floating dock makes its way into the water, at the end of which is a moored small motorboat, about 15 feet long, a small cabin nestled in its center. It looks incredibly small to be sailed into deep, deep sea. Okay now, I, I smell the sea and the sand and the rock. Is the rock red? Yes. Yeah, everything's red, yeah. Red. Good. The right place, then, most likely. Is there a cabin anywhere uh, nearby? Yes, there's a small cabin tucked into the rock side. There's a right on. There's a boat. It's like a, a ship, ship too. Yeah. No, not a ship. Just a tiny rickety little boat. Yeah. Okay, that's it. No. Bingo. Mm, I, I 
would strongly doubt this boat can weather the ocean. The right place. That little boat takes on this... This is... I've only ever seen, like, like Ontario before. This is, uh... That just keeps going, huh? Yeah. That's, uh... It's real big. Senpei, um... I don't even think this boat can take the weight of all of us. I'm sure whatever boat we're taking is, like, around the side of the beach, and it's much bigger and nicer. Right? A female voice startles them. Man. As a tall woman with white hair and the calloused hands of a fisher speaks from behind them. She carries a bucket with large flopping fish <gasps> and a fishing rod on her shoulder, though the rod seems to be a long stick with some twine for line. I mean, whatever does the job. The right place for me to finally kick your ass, Timoratio. How dare you show your face again, you disgusting, useless excuse for a man. I warn you, what would happen if I saw you again? Uh, ex-girlfriend, maybe? She sets... I'm gonna say ex-wife. ...the bucket and rot down, then produces a long one-foot knife from the small of her back. Abby, I will get Abby, you like the a knife. fish. Do it, do it, we're that, there. That is a very long I one foot knife. I will use you for bait. It's, ti- it's knife time. Tim, your ex is here. But I'm afraid the sea creatures will not have you, you rotting drunk scumbag. Ah, yes, Lenora. Nice to uh, see you again. It's been too long. I missed your sweet perv voice, baby. This is uh, my squad. I'm uh, senpai now. We're not with him. Uh, squad we're not meet Lenora, uh, my uh, ex-wife. Hey, got there. Yep. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm so sorry to intrude. And this is where we leave our story today. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. If you like what you're hearing... Please, like the podcast, share it with your friends, and if you can, leave us a five-star review. All this really helps starting podcasts like this one build an audience. Do you want your name to be an inspiration for an NPC character? Tweet about us using the hashtag at ArcaneNinjaRPG. You can also join our patron family at patreon.com slash ArcaneNinjaRPG. For as little as five bucks per month, you can help us continue to produce this show get access to some extra content, and get a special thanks mention at the end of each episode. Thanks again. Stay tuned for the next episode release in two weeks. See ya!